Hello, all my purple people out there. Welcome to the Purple Factor Podcast. You deserve to be whole, mentally, financially, and professionally. And my goal is to help you get as close as possible. My name is Adriana. Some of you might know me from Instagram or YouTube as the Purple Fashionista. And in this weekly podcast, I hope I can serve you with a dose of being you unapologetically, business talk, and topics on plain old being black with the hint of finances and mommy life. It's time to dig deep so that you can find the purple factor. It's not only a spiritual journey, but it's a mental moment, financial liberty, and taking back you wrapped in one. The ride is crazy and it'll have you in tears, but I promise it's worth it. We all deserve the purple factor, so tune in. All right, thank you guys for tuning in to The Purple Factor. I am Adriana, and today we have a very special topic um, about creating safe spaces. A couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my friend, Aaron, who is um, the interviewee today, um, about, I can't remember what the conversation was about, but he said something about creating safe spaces. And the term safe space stuck with me because I've always felt like I'm a, I'm a very honest person. I'm a very open person, but I don't think that leads to me being the first person a person calls when they're going through some stuff. And not, not that I necessarily want to like be that person, but I want to be considered, right? Because I don't want my friends to feel like I can't, they can't come to me to talk about their stuff. And so I did ask Aaron to come on today to talk about safe spaces, um, primarily because he, I consider him one of my safe spaces. <laughs> like when I'm going through it, I know I can pick up the phone, I can text him, and say, hey, you know, I got, I'm going through some things and he can, you know, he'll call me or whatever and he'll help me work through it. So I asked him to be on today just to talk about safe spaces. And uh, yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, um, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, Aaron Johnson, uh, Chief Managing Partner for the Johnson McKenzie Consulting Group and the uh, Program Manager for Chris 180's uh, Trauma Response Network. Awesome, awesome. So, what, what I know what a safe space is to me. Well, in you know, because you don't read the books and stuff. What is a safe space? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, a safe space is just a space where people can feel like they can be authentically themselves, uh, whatever that may be, uh, in the moment. So, if someone feels like they are um, upset, uh, they feel like they're happy, they feel like they're mad, uh, whatever the case may be, a safe space is a space where individuals feel like they can be comfortable uh, being authentically themselves in the moment. Awesome. So why is it important? I'm going to ask, I'll ask one question and I'll ask you another later. Why is it important that we create safe space, that we be the safe space for somebody else? So it's really, it's really, um, uh, uh, complex question, right? So um, I think it stems from uh, creating a space for you to be honest with yourself first. Um, so when you can be honest with yourself, it makes it a lot easier for you to create spaces for other people to be honest. Um, it's important to create those spaces for other people to be honest um, because that is a way for you to show love. Um, creating that space can assist people in their healing. Um, it can assist people with uh, their ascension into their greatness. Um, it can even help you. 
Uh, oftentimes we forget that when we are conversing with other people and we're listening to them and we're allowing them the space to just be authentically themselves, it can address some of our own biases. Mm -hmm. It can help us address some of our own conflicts um, just by listening. So I think it's important to create these safe spaces for other people because uh, in the grand scheme of things, it'll help us as well. Ah, and so that's also why it's important that we have a safe space for ourselves as well. So like if I'm, like I said, I've used Aaron as my safe space. Um, and what I like about Aaron is he's just really not biased. There's no, I don't have to worry about, you know, feeling stupid or anything. Um, and so that's important, but how do we, I'm not, that's not me, right? I'm a loud, aggressive, blunt person. So when a person asks, calls me, the first thing I want to do is I want to, one, I want to help them. And then two, I, there's a lot of, you know, it would never be me. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that. So how do we create those safe spaces? Cause that my personality type sadly doesn't really loan itself to, um, I guess a kind or nice words, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's really just about, first off, you got to understand who you are and you have to understand like, Hey, you know, this is who I am. This is how I communicate. Um, there's one thing that I that I that I teach uh, in one of my trauma informed trainings uh, to communities. I say that um, coping skills can be developed. So let's hone in on the idea of development. So in understanding that my communication skills or your communication skills may be one that may be a little bit could perceived as one that is a little rugged or a little rough mm -hmm. around the edges. First off, understanding that is, is the first key. Um, but then you want to develop it because you stated that uh, first you want to help someone. So in understanding that, number one, I want to help someone. Number two, I know that my communication skills or, or my communication style, rather, may be a little bit off-putting. Now I can address it because if I don't address this, then I can't help someone. Right? Correct. So now you're working backwards. So then it's, okay, how can I address how I, how can I make sure that I'm more effective so that I can help people? Um, so I would say you got to do research. You got to do research. Got to talk to people. You can find books online on how to communicate better. But um, one thing that I would say is we have to actively listen. Mm -hmm. uh, actively listen. Actively listening um, means to truly listen without saying anything. I want to hear you first. A lot right. of times, I want to hear you before I, I say anything. I want to hear you. Let me hear you. I want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear you through my trauma. I don't want to hear you through my experiences. I don't want to hear. I want to hear you through you. I want to hear authentically you in the moment. I want to hear you. And once I hear you, then I'm able to have a more robust conversation because it's not about me. It's right. about you. I think that's what we, we, especially me, I know, get mixed up in is we're looking through our lens. This is what I would do. This is how I would respond. And so it's it's quite difficult. I, after we had that conversation about creating safe space, I did talk to like one of my homegirls. She called me, she texted me and had an issue, you know. And in that moment, like when she got, I got the text message, it was like, in my mind, I'm thinking it's not that big a deal. But on the outside, 
That's not what I told her. Even though it wasn't a big deal to me on the outside, I just was like, okay. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to navigate mm -hmm. that space without interjecting my, my personal experience. Right. Does that make sense? It I does. don't really know how. I don't, I don't have to do that. I can't tell you. Zip it, right? Zip it. Just shut the fuck up, man. Like, and it's, it's crazy because, you know, um, I was just having a conversation with a friend today and, you know, they explained something to me. And the first thing I said was, oh, man, they adults. And they got extremely mad, hung up the phone, all this kind of other stuff. And it hit me like, bro, like this person was calling you and you didn't even really tap in with them before you said anything. And I think my, my issue was not them. It was, hey, you know, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Right. I'm laying down. I'm jovial, this, that and the other. So, you know, I didn't I slipped up because I'm not used to them calling me and not being in a good mood. You know, ah. so, you know, it's really just about listening, man. We got to listen, 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 listen and shut the hell up. Right. And understand that your experiences are not their experiences. Correct. Try to put try to put their shoes on. So I tried to put my friend's shoes on after that that call. And I was like, damn, bro, how would I feel if I was in their situation? And I would be upset. Maybe not upset. I would be annoyed. I would be be highly annoyed. So I could understand. I could feel it. I was like, ooh, ooh, I can see why they would be mad at you, boy. Cause they they annoyed right now. Did you call them back? No, I text them. You know, I'm, I'm giving them the space. Give them the space they need. You know, we'll talk a little bit later. And if and if this is something that broke the camel's back, it broke the camel's back through a mistake. And I'm okay right. with that. Right? I'm not <laughs> I'm okay because I know that I don't move in a in a in a space of 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 evil or vindictiveness or anger. Like I'm moving in love. And I made a loving mistake. Correct. I would like that. I like loving mistakes. Um so speaking of loving mistakes, what if, so say I do create this this safe space for certain friends of mine, right? And they call me and I'm not in the emotional space to be that safe space, uh -huh. right? How do I, how do we, how do we get past that? How do I get past that? So we just gotta I feel bad if I can't be there for my friends, but I also know that I might be going through a bad, they're having a bad period as well. So uh, there's a book by Louise Hay called uh, The Power Is Within You. And in one of the, the chapters, she talks about making loving decisions for self. Um, and that's something that I've, I've, I've had to really hone in on. Uh, and to answer your question, it's about making the loving decisions for self. And that means sometimes speaking up for yourself. I'm not in a good mood. It's okay to say, hey, I'm not in a good mood today, man. Um, I wish I could be here for you, but today is not a good day for me. Mm. It's okay to say that. It's okay. And, it, and, and, and I said this uh, before, and I'll say it again. Maybe I didn't say it on this call, but you are not responsible for other people's emotional understanding of what you're doing or what you're saying. So if I'm moving in love, I know that I'm trying to be loving of myself and loving of you, and I want to be there 100% for you. Mm -hmm. I want to be there for you, but I'm not okay. So I would rather not talk to you right now and risk giving you 30% of me 
and being rude. Well, I could just be loving of myself, tell you that I'm not okay right now, that I'm working through something, and then call you back when I'm a little bit better. And just say, like hey, that. you know, did you were you able to figure that out? Nah, I wasn't. Okay, well, let's chat. What you got going on? And then you put on your active listening ears and shut the fuck up. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, okay. So I think it, it, it's, it's funny you say that, and I think it's important to highlight that because we are in a time where if you can't be there mentally and emotionally for some friends, they'll cut you off. Like, I, I might have, a, I might be having a bad day. You call me, you having a bad day. But if I say something about me having a bad day, so I can't take your, I can't be your emotional dumping ground today, then all of a sudden I'm not a good friend. I'm a, I'm a bad friend. I don't. Um, but I think, too, me taking accountability for my emotions, that means you have to take responsibility for your emotions, too, right? Like, so we... And I do apologize for jumping in uh, here. It's 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 difficult, right? You can't tell other people what they need to do. Um, you can have the hope. Like you can have the expectation that they're going to take uh, accountability for their own whatever. But you can't tell them what to do. Like, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to move how they want to move. You can give them suggestions. You can give them considerations. Right. But you cannot hold on to someone's inability or ability to do anything. Correct. Right. So you manage your own emotional disposition. You manage your own space. I was listening to Reverend Ike the other day, and I, I said this to some friends yesterday, actually. They came over. Um, and I was like, hey, man, you know, Reverend Ike said, I can't, I don't forgive people. I forgive myself. I forgive ah. myself for, for, for my response and how I took whatever was said or done. And in forgiving myself, I forgive you. So I don't, I don't have to forgive you. I forgive myself. Like if you stab me in the back and the shit hurt, uh, verbally stab me in the back and the shit hurt, and I have to do the work on myself to find out why did that hurt so much? Why did that hurt me so much? Mm. Forgive myself for allowing that to hurt me so much. And then I move on. So with you, in regards to like people saying, oh, you're not a good friend because you, you told me you weren't in a good mood. I can't, I can't own that. I own me loving me. Right. I got to love me. I have to. And if you say that I'm not a good friend because I was unavailable in that one moment, maybe we shouldn't be friends. Ah. But I'm okay with it because I didn't go into this saying, I don't love you. I don't want to be your friend, this, that, and the other. Right. I went into this loving myself and loving you. It's like putting up boundaries and barriers, right? Yes. A boundary is so you can stay in my life. A barrier is so you can get the fuck out. I put up a boundary so that you can stay in my life. You put up a barrier. Right. Because you were emotional. Right. Pardon so me. when creating those safe spaces, we have to take into account our mental emotional health as well as those the people that were that are calling upon us to be their safe space mm -hmm. and uh, and make make communicate 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 hey friend is this the space do you want you want me to you want to vent or are you trying to find a solution right boom hey friend i'm really not in a good space today 
Um, I know that you're going through something right now, but I'm, I am as well. Can we pick this up a little bit later? Because I'm kind of struggling oh, with something right now. I like it. I think I prefer texting first. I'll, if, I, if I'm going through something and I want to vent or find a solution for it, I will at least talk to somebody else or text them and ask, you know, are you in, can you, can you, are you even in the space to even take the dump? Mm-hmm. Right. So asking for permission is very important. Yeah. I think a lot of it, we're so used to just being able to call and saying, honey, let me tell you about such a, and it would just go off. We even ain't said hello. We said nothing. Under the the guys said, I know these people love me, right? And they they probably don't mind my emotional dump, but they might not be able to take my emotional dump. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those emotional dumps become taxing, come very taxing. They do, yeah. And and here's here's the here's the the funny part. They become taxing because you allowed it to. Mm-hmm. It ain't their fault. It ain't their fault you you keep answering the phone. It ain't their fault you didn't you didn't you didn't speak up. It didn't, it's not their fault. It's your fault. It's your fault for not communicating effectively and saying, "Hey, you know, um, we've discussed this a few times. Uh, this is getting really really hard for me to to have the conversation because I really love you, and it doesn't seem like the the things that I'm the considerations that I've shared with you um, are are working. So. Yeah. Um, I have to I have to end the conversation or let's talk about something else because I'm 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 hurting now mm. because it doesn't seem like we're going anywhere. And I hate to see my friend hurting like this. Um, A communication. Ever, communicate. You ever thought about going to therapy? <laughs> therapy is important and it's an option. And so I understand. I got it. <laughs> and so when we create safe spaces, you know, threw me off. Uh, create safe spaces. It's funny because it seems like there's a back door too. How do you, as a safe space, not take on? I guess you and you've answered it, but it's kind of weird. If I answer the call and I'm good with taking the emotional dump, but the emotional dump gets to be too much for me, how can you? How can you prevent that? If I am that safe space and I'm okay with taking that that dumping initially mm-hmm. communicate it's like whoa 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 this is getting this is getting beyond my scope i know we started and this is this is really heavy um and i am i is it is affecting me more than i thought it would initially um can we take a break and pick this up uh-huh. at a later date okay no i need you i'm sorry I can't be there right now. I've been there. Pick it up a little bit later. Yeah, I've been there. Okay. So when we talk about safe spaces, what I'm getting is know my communication style, know myself, which I do, right? And then when I, once I've created that safe space and somebody calls me just being non-judgmental, actively listening, um, and then knowing, communicating, knowing when enough is enough for me and for them mm-hmm. right you know we are not therapists i'm not a therapist mm-hmm. it's not my job to really sit around and you know know how to solve your problem but you've also said too then we gotta ask permission do you want to vent or are we trying to find a solution 
and it's I think it's important to mention that a lot of times finding a solution might not be my job either. No, and that's that is only uncovered through communication. Because gotcha. if you say, hey, you just want to vent, you just want to vent. And if I'm in a space where I can just let you vent, you can say, oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, man, that's crazy. What you do next? Oh, man, that's intense. What you do next? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Because they just venting, right? Just they want a solution. Right. Then, and then if it gets too out of control, you can say, hey, man, I know you said you want a solution, but I don't got the answers, my guy. I don't have the answers. But I know that there is uh, a therapist named uh, Dr. Authorine who I talked to. I think she would be cool for you to just chat with real quick, even right. just for an hour. Um, let me give you her number. Right. Or I got this book you can read. You want to read it together? Ah. Or let's listen to the audio book. How long it take you to get to work? 30 minutes. Me too. I bet. Let's listen to the audio book and then at lunch we can text about it. More than one way to skin a cat. It but is. it only comes through proper communication. Gotcha. I gotcha. So I like this. I like working on myself to create a safe space. <laughs> um, I do find that I don't have or I, that I'm just not that person. And because okay. I am I am judgmental and I am that person that's like, that's not what I would do. Um, I remember my sister sometimes, you know, me and her are both teachers. And so she'll come home sometimes and she just wants me to listen. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I remember those few times when we, we first moved in together and she first started going to work and she would come home and she'd be complaining about work. And I would offer, try to offer solutions. And she would say, that's not what I want. I just want you to listen. I just want you to listen. And so now it all makes sense. She, she sees me as a safe space. But I have to understand, sometimes she just wants to vent. There are times she wants to vent. There are times she wants a solution. I'm learning. Right? Um, just, that's weird. We are having this conversation on a lot of things from my past are coming up and I'm realizing like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. So that makes sense. Um, I'm an empath. So it's hard for me to listen and then not want to help. But sometimes that's what's needed. Yeah, sometimes listening is helping. Um, that makes sense. I like that. I like that. Okay, well. Any other thing, anything else, any pointers, any resources that you have for those people that may be like myself trying to create that safe space or be a safe space? Well, the only thing that I, I'll, I'll, I'll share uh, from a resource perspective is this Louise Hay book again. Um, okay. The Power is Within You is a really good starting point if you want to start to learn how to uh, uh, love yourself a little bit more and uncover what love means to you. Uh, and not a superficial love, but an actual definition of love created by your own, um, your own understanding. Like uh, through my therapy sessions, I'm uncovering right now what my core values are pertaining to relationships. So um, the only thing that I, I will leave you all with is grab that book um, by Louise Hay and also um, go to therapy because it's important. All right. And uh, yeah, follow me on. Uh, on IG at Our Mindful Mondays. 
Uh, yep, that's O-U-R, Mindful Mondays. And at uh, DeKalb's very own, uh, yeah, D-E-K-A-L-B-S, very own. And for your uh, career development resources and uh, empowerment resources, you can follow me at J-M-C-G Works. And that's W-O-R-K-S. So that's three of them. Uh, rewind it if you need to, because I'm not going to say it again. But I uh, <laughs> We'll have everything in the show notes and any other resources that Aaron comes up with. When I tell y'all this, me and Aaron have been friends for almost four years now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started my teaching job, he was there. He was a teacher there. And you left the year I got there. I was so sad. But um, we kept in touch. And I think we kept in touch because of this. Aaron's very open and he's very honest. But then he's also, he lacks something I wish I had, which I've been told I need to. I need to do. He has a velvet hammer. It's, he's going to give you the raw truth, but he's going to do it in such a way that it's very helpful and it's not doesn't seem hurtful and it doesn't seem like he's judging. And I appreciate that. I do get um, mad sometimes, though. So let's let's I'm going to put that out there. I'm not perfect. I don't want anybody jumping in my DMs saying, you know, this, that, and the other. Listen, I'm not perfect. I do mess up. I do have a, a hammer that is sometimes velvet. Um, but just know that I try to move in love and I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. And tune in next week and, uh, thank you. And see you later. Talk to you later. Something. All righty. I am the professionista and this has been the purple factor. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you got a lot of information from this week's podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that is at The Purple Factor. If you want to follow me on Instagram to follow my daily life, that is up to you. That is at The Professionista on all social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The only one that I'm really on is the Instagram. Um, So that is Instagram at The Professionista or at the purple factor this has been amazing i will see you guys next time